Hey everyone, SB Phil Oz4 here. Welcome back to another episode of the Refill Studio. Get your cans ready. Uh, we'll be refilling to 99 as we always do. We're ready for the next set. Of course, uh, before we welcome our lovely special guests who are waiting um, on the other side of the studio, we'll talk a few bit about some updates with regards to the franchise and some other uh, quick news uh, before we get started. So um, let's jump actually right into the studio question um, right off the bat. Um, the reason why I'm going to go to the studio question uh, today is because, of course, in Ian Dory, uh, we finally got the addition of two more Kirameki Festival cards, uh, one for Pario and one for Kanan. These, I believe, are either the third or fourth or the fifth or sixth uh, of those cards. I don't quite remember now, uh, but either, either way, it just got recently added to Ian Dory. So I asked this studio question on the uh in my discord server on what uh what would be your dream kiramiki festival card and we got some really really interesting answers um i was actually thinking that maybe people want to have some like add some more details about like the scenarios and such but we got a lot of different unique uh character combinations you'll see them on the screen right now of course if you're listening to this on youtube or maybe on your favorite podcast platform feel free to comment below uh, what might be your dream uh Kiramiki festival card combination if i were to answer this myself i'd probably i mean funny enough sayo doesn't have a Kiramiki um card yet for some reason although she's been in a cameo for two of them i believe for hina and tsugu so if she got a Kiramiki card herself, I'm kind of biased towards the fact that she'd be, let's say, in Lisa's house and they'd be baking cookies and she Lisa would be the cameo character and like, you know, like maybe the cookies will come out like amazing and she's eating because Saya always eats in her cards. So uh, that's going to be my dream, 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 super specific scenario of my Kiramiki Festival card. Um, Aya already has one. And uh, I guess Himari doesn't have one either, but I mean, it's hard to think to have Himari's Kiramiki card without Tomoe, but Tomoe already has Himari as the cameo, so I don't know. I'm not, not too sure about that, so... Either way, again, let me know what you guys think. And also in general, like if, if you've gotten your Kiramiki cards uh, before um, in your account, maybe you've gadgeted for it. If you got it, congrats to you on that. So just, uh, yeah, I guess uh, keep that in mind and let me know. Yeah, Kimari with Kaoru probably. That makes a lot of sense. Or could be with like Lisa as well. Um, just like social media gals or Toko, right? So that, that would be really interesting too. That would actually be quite interesting if uh if uh, Himari had one with Toko. That actually actually that would be not a bad idea. <laughs> but either way, uh let me know again if you have any answers to your studio question. So look forward to that. So today, usually I go into like updates about the, the Japanese server and what's going to be happening. Now, relatively recently, there was actually a live stream that happened, which is not necessarily a Garapa live stream, like a Garapa station live stream. So I'm not going to really do a summary video, like a separate summary video for that. Instead, I'm just going to do it right in this episode today. So we'll be talking about some of the really cool updates that will be happening in the franchise specifically um, that are coming up. So I'm going to first start off with this graphic here. Uh, the graphic shows that we're going to have the Bang Dream 11th live happening in February. 
on February 2nd, we have, or sorry, not 2nd, 4th, February 4th, we have Galaxy to Galaxy. Uh, this is going to be day one featuring Poppin' Party and Reza Suilin as a joint concert. Then on February 5th, we have day two, which is going to be Morphonica and Roselia called Serenade Nocturne. So it's uh they obviously these four bands have performed, right? <laughs> they're all there are key performers when it comes to lives, but this is the first time that come uh they're they've been coupled in this way. Uh Popipa and Ras in one concert and Roselia and Morphonica on another. So this is gonna be the first time. It's gonna be really interesting how it goes. Like maybe prior to this concert, there's going to be some new songs that maybe Popipa and Ras will sing together and Roselia and Morphonica will sing together. So I mean, it's pretty interesting. Like for instance, like I, I, I honestly wouldn't be, wouldn't mind like, I don't know, Yukina singing Flame of Hope. Like that sounds like a pretty like poggers idea. So um, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, that is going to be an 11th live. I'm looking forward to that for sure. And uh, that's going to be a lot of fun for sure. There's also a few other small concerts here and there, like for instance, the Bushi Road Rock Festival uh, 2023 that's going to be happening in May. Uh, Reza Suilin, Morphonica, with a bunch of other uh, artists that are to come. Um, they will be performing in these sort of rock festivals. So again, probably more information as it comes uh, later in 2023. Um, in addition, and I think the one thing I want to talk about next is the albums. So Morphonica is finally going to get an album um in terms of like what uh like this is our very first album and it's going to be happening on march 15th of 2023 um it's going to be released then so this is going to be really exciting congratulations to morphonica in advance for having an album for the first time it's going to be happening in march so i'm definitely looking forward to that and see what kind of songs are going to be added there in addition, uh, Roselia, Poppin' Party, and Razor Suelen are also going to have singles and even a mini album released um, between April and June of 2023. Roselia is going to be a single. Poppin' Party is actually going to be a mini album. And then a Razor Suelen is going to be a single. So again, that you could also kind of make some judgments on, okay, well, if there's going to be some new songs, right? Like a new sort of Razor Suelen event or a new Roselia event, right? Probably that new event song is going to be inside the singles or, or mini albums so definitely be on the lookout for that especially if you're eyeing on some new events that are happening for full bands in addition afterglow past the palettes and hella happy world are going to have their second albums ever so we've already had the first album i think about two years ago so it's a little bit overdue but we're gonna have their albums their second albums in april may and june most likely afterglow in april past the palettes in may and hell happy world in june uh, the fact that I, again i'm also pretty optimistic that the fact that we have past the palettes uh album in may means that hopefully we'll have some new songs in there uh once amita re returns from her um hiatus so i'm fingers crossed on that for sure. So that's going to be their albums there. Now, the most exciting part about this stream, in my opinion, was the fact that they gave more information about the Bang Dream AI singing synthesizer. So for those who don't know, um, there was a teaser about how Kasumi and Yukina are now going to be vocal, like vocaloids, basically. Um, so that is uh, going to be a real thing. And they are adding more information about that. Um, so... 
I believe there's some a bit more information about when it's going to be released. I believe the download version is going to be in uh, December of 20, uh, 21st of this year. And the sort of package version uh, is going to be in released in late February. So there's already some samples in this stream on how the uh, the Vocaloids sound. And honestly, they sound really good. They almost sound like the real human, uh, which is pretty shocking. Like they sound like IRL, I mean, and and um, um, I, I and Ibaina and just like and like just it's really like I, I can't really describe it. You have to listen to yourself. I can't show it in this stream because I'll get copyrighted. So but take a look and have a listen. It's honestly really neat. Um, I believe he also put some prices on there as well. It's it's a little pricey. <laughs> I think they put some prices as well, but I think it's a little pricey. Um, if, if, I, if I have the prices, I'll, I'll put them up there. Um, yeah, and in terms of the covers, um, there's actually going to be some covers that will be like some like actual real covers from these um, uh, these Vocaloids. So the Kasumi one is going to be called Poppy. Um, and the covers that are already sort of, I guess, uh, revealed to be official ones are going to be Starbeat, Easy Come, Easy Go, uh, Dream Gradation, Firebird, Orchestra of Smiles, and Flame of Hope. So honestly, just looking at this list, seeing Kasumi sing Flame of Hope and Firebird, that's like super, super hype. And then we have Rose, which of course is Yukina. Uh, she's going to cover Kizuna Music, Heidi Capriccio, Once More Luminous, Louder, Riot and Daylight. So I think out of all those lists, I think he's in the music and uh, Luminous once more is the, the ones that I'm most excited for. It's just, again, very different from what they normally do. So I'm looking forward to see how those sound like. So again, these are going to be like official covers um, that are going to be released. Um, there's a contest as well, but I'm not going to go into too much detail there uh, about that. Um, if you want to learn more details about the, the contest, I'm sure you could find more information in the stream. Um, they've also revealed a couple of new songs. First of all, Hella Happy World is going to be covering a new song. It's Mix Nuts from Spy Family, everyone's favorite anime. So it's really cool to see that a recent anime is going to have a cover like in the game so quickly. Um, so Hella Happy World is going to be covering Mix Nuts. Um, the, of course, the original artist is Official Higedandism. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to hearing how this cover goes. And it's also a little bit of a teaser of what event is to come. So uh, let's be on the lookout for that, which uh, we'll talk about very shortly. In addition, Reza Suelen is going to be doing their extra song with Myth and Roy. We already know what th that they were going to do that in the previous uh, Garpa Station live stream. But the song is now confirmed to be Veracity. Uh, Veracity is the third opening to Overlord. And this is like honestly my favorite out of the Overlord songs. So I'm really hyped about this. They also showed a bit of a teaser of what it sounds like. It sounds great. It's going to be released in the game on November 30th. So I I think this is a song that uh, this might be, this may end up being my favorite extra song, but we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, Veracity is definitely a, a banger. So um, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. And the fact that Myth and Roid is doing um, extra songs is, is great. So basically, this is all seven extra songs that are already revealed. Everything is good to go. Um, all seven songs are now in the game or will be in the game. But maybe by the time you're listening to this, it's probably going to be in the game. 
But um, as sort of predicted in my Garpa uh, live station streams, um, so I've also kind of predicted that they'll be adding some more extra songs. So indeed, there's going to be some more extra songs that will be added um, in conjunction, and it's going to be some more, more news about it's going to happen in December. So we have Pimaru-sama, uh, Kuroneko, and Alpha-kun uh, having extra songs. Uh, coming in so you some of you may be familiar with some of these artists not so much all three of them are well known for actually being cover artists but now they do have their own original songs i'm personally quite familiar with kudoneko and alpha kun myself um so i'm really excited the fact that they're going to sing together with some of our bandary bands again we don't know exactly who but this is just really exciting news um i wouldn't be surprised if like uh, for kudoneko for ex example she might sing like the opening of uh scum's wish um, that would be really hype. That would be really cool. But again, if you guys know or are hyped about any of these uh, extra artists, let me know in the comments below uh, what you might expect in terms of uh, what songs to uh, look forward to. Um, the last thing I really want to cover in this case, again, there's going to be some small miscellaneous things, but I think the main thing I want to cover is the um, is the event. They've already also teased on what uh, what the upcoming event is. Now, by the time you're listening to this podcast, maybe this event is already happening, so there's not really much of a surprise. Uh, but we have the event, and we also have the gacha, and it is a Christmas theme, um, which is really, really exciting. They've also teased on who will be featured in the cards here. Now, a lot of people have already been speculating that it is going to be um, Chisato and Kaoru. And just by looking at the bottom two cards there, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's Chisato and Kaoru. So um, it's very likely going to be them, those two again, making a comeback, um, sharing the banner once more, and this time for a Christmas celebration. There's also going to be a... I don't remember if it was Dream Fest or Kirameki Fest um, for the top, uh, the top two. Um, obviously, one is Michelle. That's you know, very obvious. But uh, they're also going to be attached to this uh, banner as well. Um, let me know. I, 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 it's one of the two. I, I don't actually quite remember which one. But um, yeah, it's going to be either a Kirameki or a... Um, or a dream fest so definitely look out for that again if you're listening to this podcast later in the future you probably already know who the characters are but um if not then just let me know make some guesses on who do you think it might be all right so that's basically all the main news i want to talk about so you know pretty exciting news overall of what's going to happen and let me know what you guys think on what is the thing that you're most excited and looking forward to the most again i think that the 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 potential of the Vocaloid Kasumi and the Vocaloid Yukina is just very exciting. So I'm really looking forward to seeing once it gets released and people actually whale to buy. I think it was like 20,000 like yen or something, like something crazy like that. Um, but, you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing the potential of what people could bring out in those Vocaloid uh, versions. So let's see what you guys think. And of course, let me know in the comments below what are you most looking forward to based on these updates it could be the cover song who knows <laughs> or the event so um just before we move on to the other side of the studio i just want to give a few shout outs to some individuals who have gotten really nice titles in the recent events in Iendore. since the last episode we've had three events uh the first event was the uh the happy new year event the singing contest featuring um, Chisato and Himari as the main four stars, with the, of course Mashiro as the banner. Uh, congratulations to M uh, Mocha Bread on Twitter in first first place on the event. Uh, this was a medley live, so you know for some people like usually medley lives 
little less familiar faces on my side, but regardless, I want to give my shout outs. Uh, T2 goes to Yuineko, and T3 went to Tsumugi, uh, who is, I think, a part of the Philippines uh, Bang Dream kind of uh, clan that they have over there. So, you know, a lot of new faces getting that um, getting that podium title. So big props to um, big props to all of them for getting their top three titles um, in their in this event. In terms of the next event, the Teach Me Hina-chan Sensei, uh, congratulations to uh, very familiar faces, Sina for getting first place, Pasta taking second place, and Dandy taking third place. So all three of them have been Refill Studio podcast guests in the past. Sina and Pasta in particular have met with myself in person before, so that's pretty exciting to see that um, after meeting them, that they were able to get their uh, their goal of a T3 and above in the event. So big congratulations to you three on your uh, achievements. Lastly, there's the... Uh, there's the Happy Phantom Thief and the Other Thief. Uh, this is the Hello Happy World event. Uh, congratulations to Kay, who got first place in the event. Snips for second place, and as well as Ziyumoke for third place. So Snips, again, a, a guest of this podcast before. And I believe Snips mentioned that Kay was a very, very like old veteran of the gameplay, like when the game first came out. And uh, Kay has officially retired from the game after this event. So enjoy retirement um, and congratulations on your first place. And of course, congratulations to everyone who've tiered uh, those three events. In the next episode, I'll probably wrap up by talking about the last few events of, uh, of Ian Dory before uh, the new year. So um, some final shout outs, I guess, for anyone who wants to hopefully snag, snag a podium title uh, before the year ends. So we'll see if any of you are able to do that. But yeah, uh, that is it for this side of the studio podcast, the Refill Studio podcast. So let's hop on over uh, to the other side and let's speak with our special guests. Hey, everyone. It's Phil here. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. As a reminder, the Refill Studio podcast is available on all of your favorite podcast platforms. So check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And when you're there, feel free to give comments, leave a high rating. All that support is greatly appreciated. Now that the Refill Studio podcast is having a less frequent upload schedule, uh, this will encourage you to hopefully join the Unga Academy Discord server. Links in the description below so you're up to date on when the live recordings on the podcast are happening and when the next episode will be. Of course, in the live recordings, you can contribute to the discussion, including to the studio question, and of course, um, interact with special guests featured on this podcast. So hope to see you there. Now, big shout outs to our Filler Nation members. So you guys always get shout outs there. They've been constantly supporting me on my content. So greatly appreciate you guys. And if you want a chance to join the Filler Nation as well, feel free to either subscribe to my Twitch channel where I stream quite often. I also have a Patreon, links in the description below. And of course, if you're on YouTube, you can just give a quick super thanks. All that support, of course, is greatly appreciated and it means a lot to me. So thank you all so much for listening to Refill Studio. The episode will resume shortly. Welcome back um, to the Refill Studio. We will get our special guests ready uh, for this set. And for this episode, I have the honor and pleasure to welcome Ruby and Leo to the Refill Studio today. So as a brief introduction to for both of them, uh, Ruby has gotten some very notable titles, including third place in the Sunset Bandwagon event 
And Leo got a T4 in the Curtain Rises on Shining Espoir event. So, uh, both of you, thank you for taking the time to join the studio today. Thank you. No problem. Yeah, thank yeah. you for having us, really. Yeah, you're very welcome. Anything else you want to add to the intro that uh, I haven't uh, mentioned that you'd like to add? Um, I don't believe so for me. No, it's fine. All right, all right. So as you see, we have a lot of live audience members and their their uh, chat is also, uh, you could see it on the podcast episode as well. So chat, of course, uh, behave as uh, you always do. <laughs> but uh, we'll get started with this episode. And obviously when we have our special guests join in, um, I always like to ask this question because it's always a really fun question to learn more about the origin stories of our guests. And I'll start with you, um, uh, Leo. Why don't we start with you in terms of uh, how did you first, uh, you know, get into Bang Dream? Kind of heard about the series, and what made you decide that you wanted to continue, I guess, playing the game? Um, well, really, um, there was an era on TikTok where mm -hmm. Bandori was just everywhere on my free page. Like, <laughs> I physically couldn't get it off. I didn't understand what anything was, mm -hmm. but. I eventually just decided to get into it after a while, and I don't regret it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so what about the TikToks that made you decide that, like, you know, uh, that you kind of were you just tired of it? You're like, I'll check it out. Or was there anything about the TikToks or anything about the franchise that kind of stood out that you're like, oh, like maybe I should try it out? Well, one thing, misconception on my part. I saw a TikTok that was like something about Choo Choo, and mm. I thought no human person has a two in their name. That has to be a robot. And I also got to like Wow. And so I was interested in that character and then I realized it didn't exist. But I eventually got into it and I just really loved all the characters in specific. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like me as well when like you know when one for a lot of people when they first get into the franchise they see someone like Michelle the bear and you're like is it really an actual bear? And you look into it and you're like, oh, it isn't. But at that point, you're already kind of sucked into the franchise and you're already learning about the characters and, and learning about. <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. Learning I was about also the band. Yeah. a bit confused about Michelle as well at first, but mm -hmm. I eventually realized that Misaki actually had plot relevance and I started to really like her a lot. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Uh, now, Leo, when it comes to your um you know characters you mentioned that you enjoy a lot of characters are there, is there any particular character you enjoy the most or any particular band that you enjoy the most i don't think a specific band but i think my like favorites would be like a tie between uh misaki maya and chuchu mm. all right so the ones that kind of gave you the very uh big first impression uh, ended up being the ones that uh, you enjoy the most yeah they really just like the idea of them just stuck with me and i made them like made me like drawn to them more Mm -hmm. Well, that's great. That's great to hear. Well, thank you for uh, that uh, lovely origin story. I guess shout outs to TikTok for, um, I guess, <laughs> their promotion of, of Bang Dream Girls Band Party, I suppose. Uh, well, Ruby, what about you? Uh, was it a similar origin story? How did you get into uh, Bang Dream Girls Band Party? Um, well, it was actually a lot different than Leo's. Mm -hmm. So basically, in 2019, my friends were really into it. Mm -hmm. And my friend, wanted Eve's beach card really, really badly. Mm -hmm. And they were re-rolling for her a whole bunch and they asked me to help. And basically that's how I got it. And I've played it pretty regularly since then. Mm, 
Okay, so it was initially a favor for a friend, and then um, you just started playing more and more, uh, <laughs> more consistently, I suppose. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, uh, again, is there anything in particular about the franchise that like sucked you in? Of course, you know, being able to help a friend is obviously really nice. But was there anything in particular about the franchise or the game that really kind of drawed you to to continue playing? Um, well, I also started watching the anime at a similar time, mm -hmm. and from the first time I heard her speak, I just adored Rimi so much. <laughs> I loved her so much from the start, and I still love her a lot. Mm -hmm. She's still one of my favorites, but I just have learned more about other characters, so I like others more. Mm -hmm. But I still love Rimi so much. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I, I'm definitely like in the, in the same boat where like, you know, there's a lot of characters I kind of gave the first initial impression. I still like them to this day. But once you really learn a lot of characters, because there's 35 of them in total, at least in terms of the main characters, there's, there's bound to be one that you really like sort of gravitate towards and like, wow, this is a very well-written character and, and someone you really enjoy and, and really relate to. Um, Ruby, is there anyone in, in particular that you also enjoy? Like, you know, your own favorite characters, favorite band and such in the franchise? Well, my favorite band is by far Afterglow. I love mm -hmm. I love Afterglow so much. Mm -hmm. And my favorite character is Himari from Afterglow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am uh, very happy to say that I think you're probably one of the first guests where I could like say, yes, finally, a fellow Himari fan. <laughs> I love Himari so much. Oh, man. she's. I, I just love how, like, you know, she, she gets teased a lot, but she really tries her best and she really does have that leader vibe despite, you know, her... Her, her shortcomings in some parts but you know again she works very hard and uh, she's just so lovable and it's know, it's like she's so amazing <laughs> I, I really can't like imagine like again like in most of my uh guests in my uh, podcast so far i haven't i've talked a lot about my like you know my favoritism for aya and sayo because a lot of guests uh, also have those same um character likes but himari not so much <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm, I, I love everything about Himari. She's so amazing. Yeah, she, she's great. She's great. And of course, that will lead to the fact that you did tear for her eventually, um, which we'll certainly yeah. talk about uh, very shortly. Um, Multiple times. I've teared for her so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, one in particular, definitely, where you got a very, very notable achievement. So uh, well, I do look forward to talking about that very soon. Uh, before we do so, um, I want to get into the chance of learning more about uh, both of you and your uh, cheering journeys because you know playing the game just casually by yourself is you know it's it's kind of whatever right nothing too crazy happens you can just play casually and enjoy the music enjoy the characters but uh, tearing is a whole different beast um and its own so uh, we'll go back to leo and, and start with you leo so how did you first hear about tearing and what gave you uh i guess the impression that this was something that you wanted to try uh, you know, tearing in the game. Um, so basically, it was TikTok again, the second <laughs> time. Um, so whenever I really got into Bandori, I think it was April 2021, um, there was like a big like craze of like tearing on TikTok, TikTok, not really like serious tearing, uh -huh. essentially, but like just tearing in general. And it made me like want to learn more about it because like at the time when I was into it, it was like, I wanted to learn more about it and like get into more like things with the game mm -hmm. along with just like casually playing the game. Mm -hmm. And eventually um, I went around like a few like other tiering communities. And actually that's where I met Ruby. And that's just 
where it started. Mm-hmm. So, so Ruby, were you the influence for Leo to, <laughs> to tear? <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know for sure, but we did learn about tearing like together, so it was really fun. Mm. Which is pretty interesting because you got into Ruby, you got into the game much earlier than than Leo. Um, so I guess you were playing yeah. a lot more casually for a longer period of time, and you know yeah. it was only around like around sometime last year that you kind of got into tearing, and, and the both of you kind of uh, met each other and and learned about tearing and such. Yeah, I mean, I would tear sometimes like casually. Mm-hmm some random events here and there but like i was pretty young when i started so mm-hmm. i didn't really understand how to do that well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so you know and again was there any specific motivations that kind of like from either of you that when you saw like oh this like perhaps i could try doing tiering on a more serious basis like was there any anything that sort of flipped that uh i guess that switch or just triggered that uh you know that uh, you wanted to maybe try for a more serious tiering achievement uh ruby do you want to go first oh sure um so when i joined the server leo mentioned i really enjoyed talking with people there but i still was like not really super good at tiering mm-hmm. but then like leo and stuff everyone would tear events and i was like oh my god i want to tear with you guys too <laughs> so i would i was learning about how to do it and then eventually i just kept wanting to go for more if that makes mm-hmm. sense okay so it definitely feels like a little bit of back and forth kind of pull and tug situation where like you know individually by yourselves you're like yeah you know tearing is is whatever it'd be nice to do it in a casual but then when you kind of have like the the group hive mind and you're like oh yeah maybe we should all try uh try tearing and, and see how it goes that's what i kind of feel like that happened <laughs> all right good good uh, leo do you want to add in, ter- in terms of your own motivations and and you know how did you got into tearing and such um for getting into more like serious or tiering mm-hmm. like for example my top 10 on bar mm-hmm. i like found like tiering like servers that people used a lot to get high ranks and i'm like mm-hmm. oh wait this is actually possible i want to do it mm-hmm. okay okay so when, when and again for both of you because although like you know they have relatively different backgrounds but got into tiering at roughly the same time and i would say that you know it was it has been some time, but you know, relatively recently compared to some other um, tiers out there. Uh, what was your first impression when it came to things like tiering servers? Uh, and Leo, we could ask you first. Um, you know, what was the first impression on tiering servers? What were they like? And you know, was there anything that like stood out for you in, in terms of either like a good thing or like maybe a more intimidating thing about them? Things that really stood out. I really thought like they were going to be like professional you have to get like 60 games in an hour you have to get the max EP. you have to be like killed for your rank mm. and i got there and people were just like spamming emotes and stuff and i was like oh okay this is actually much better Yeah, so I think that's definitely one of the main things with with tiering communities that like, ultimately, it is a server, it's like a community environment where, you know, you're just trying to bond and and get along with people who all have very similar goals. Obviously, the the more intense titles, you might have to do a little bit more rigorous um, training and a little bit more, um, I guess, um, attention to detail when it comes to uh, efficiency. But you know, if you're definitely trying to go for like a somewhat lower ranking, then it's a lot more chill, um, for sure. Um, Ruby, what do you have like any other ideas? Like, you know, when you first got into a, a tiering server, do you remember like how that experience was like? 
Yeah, so my first time in a tiering server, it was actually during my first T100 that I attempted. Mm-hmm. And I am not very good with social situations. So naturally, I was incredibly anxious about messing things up. Mm. And I was playing in the server. And I was like, DMing me. I'm like, oh my god, this is so scary. And I didn't know what to do. But then like, um, because of my experience from the buddy buddy event, I was able to get to be more comfortable in servers and like mm-hmm. have people know more of who I am, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, well, that's great. That's great. And again, uh, with, with TRX servers and the community, a lot of it does also boil down to networking as well, right? Being able to build a, a nice uh, set of connections that, you know, you know that you, you'll likely see them again. If like, let's say, you know, you, as an example, if you're like someone who who tears all the Humanity events, there's probably going to be that one person also tears Humanity events and you'll probably see them more often than not. Um, so, you know, it, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty fun to see where, you know, tiering, um, servers come in and, and really help in, in building a, a connection, a community, uh, to all go for the same goal. So yeah, yeah, that's very, very neat. Um, in terms of like meeting e- each other, right. It was, do you, do you two remember like the first time you met, uh, each other and like first impressions there? I, yeah, um, I do. I think I do. All right. Um, who who wants to start? <laughs> um, okay. So I remember when I first met Leo. Um, Leo was in chat flexing because Leo had every single Toko card on Ian. <laughs> <laughs> so Leo was flexing that, and I was like, "Oh my god, this person is so cool! I want to be this. I, I really wanted to be Leo's friend because Leo was so cool." <laughs> So just because like Leo is able to show the the uh, the flex of all these cards, be like all this like nice uh, whale cards. <laughs> it's like, oh, so so I guess that's the key, right? If you have more uh, more whale cards, you could build more friends, right? <laughs> exactly. That's the way you build good friendships. <laughs> flex on your on your your high status and in bandery but on a more serious note leo what about what about you like when you you know meeting ruby um and first impressions on, on uh, you know meeting meeting them um meeting ruby i like whenever i first met ruby i don't really have like a necessary memory of that mm-hmm. but i just remember ruby was like nice but like sickeningly nice <laughs> like to the point where i like i wanted like needed to be her friend but also it was just like you know <laughs> understandable understandable right it's just like yeah there's like uh, uh definitely understandable very a lot of uh, one thing about the community is that because although it's a pretty like you know generally bandery tiers it's not a very big community not the biggest community out there but uh, you know you're always going to meet some very great people they all have very common goals and of course the common interest is that we love bandery uh, but you're you're bound to meet someone who's like very very nice, very friendly, and you'll definitely you know find a friend that you really enjoy hanging out with. And I'm sure that for both of you, that you know um, maybe the community didn't start, you weren't sure how the community would would react, or possibly um, kind of you know what would the community be like. But I imagine that uh, your impressions of the community were, were relatively positive once you uh, first joined. Yeah, they're pretty good, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. The community had a very amazing opinion of me. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Little story time. Uh-oh. During my very first, like, actual time, like, using a tiering server, 
which was Live Beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not good at it. <laughs> I was not good. Um, I think I was in T10 for like a decent amount because mm-hmm. I wasn't going for T10. And then I went to G1, accidentally griefed G1, told them I wasn't a filler. And so they really thought I was sniping, had to DM me to ask if I was sniping. <laughs> I remember that. Uh oh. <laughs> it ended fine though. I was not sniping, so. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're open and, and communicative, right? I think that's the one thing about like tiering servers that can be a little bit of a maybe a difficult idea to grasp where, you know, there is some sort of level of like communication that's required and a sense of trust and, and honesty, right? So because again, ultimately we all want to get our goals and hopefully do it in the most uh, cost efficient method possible. So I imagine, Leo, you may have gave uh, uh, gave some of the, um, the the runners in that server a little bit of a heart attack. <laughs> they're, they're Unfortunately so. But uh, I'm sure that you were able to clear that up and, you know, the the event also kind of just went smoothly from there, I I hope. It did. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, Ruby, is there anything else you want to add in terms of, like, your opinions about um, the community and, like, you know, just your overall thoughts when you you first joined and how you feel now? Um, When I first joined, the community was actually, like, really, really nice to me. Because my first main experience happened during the Buddy Buddy event. And I mm-hmm. you were in the server, so you may remember. Mm-hmm. But I got voted, and then they invited me in the server to help me get back into T10. <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> that now. Wait, that's been so long. I, rem- I just totally realized, yeah, that was you. <laughs> yeah, and I actually had no stars. So I had a farm set, but I was like, everyone was being so nice to me. I was literally crying so hard. And so my eyes, like my vision was all blurry and I can barely full count the songs because I was crying so much. Wow. That that's that now I remember. That was a very that was a pretty interesting story because like again, I think that's one of the the really cool parts about like tiering servers as well. Like for instance, some tiering servers, like depending on like what band you're going for. Um, a big example is Roselia or uh, pastel palettes, I think, as well. They're generally a little bit more conservative, a little bit more competitive. And, you know, sometimes emotions can run a little bit rampant when everyone is so passionate to get their goals. Uh, but Afterglow, especially that, that um, or like, you know, it's a mixed event and it was run by some mm-hmm. Afterglow enthusiasts. They're really chill, right? They see that, you know, everyone's really got their goals mm-hmm. and they see you. They're like, you know, you're, you're getting boated and you're like kind of flirting with possibly losing a T10. And then we're just like, all right, we're going to come in and help. So. I'm so happy to help because I was so devastated. I was boated and there was like nothing I could do to get back because both T10 and T9 were in servers and like everyone was able to move much faster than I could. Yeah. And yeah, I was just, I'm super happy because I was able yeah, to achieve it. Yeah, me about that because <laughs> um, whenever they invited you into the server, I was very glad because... I remember you telling me you played Romeo more than Meta. Mm-hmm. Oh my and God. I'll never forget that. I feel so bad for you. Yeah, that was that was a really my different T10s were definitely totally different experiences <laughs> in multiple ways. 
um, that's, I, I, I don't know, like maybe we should go right into asking that because um, wh- why, so why were you playing Romeo instead of, instead of, uh, you know, uh, meta songs? Because, you know, Romeo has that, like what, like 15 second beginning where you do nothing and it's just yeah, like. <laughs> I, would, I kept falling asleep during that part because I was so tired. And would, there was nothing there, so I would fall asleep. Oh no, oh no. Well, why don't we again? Why don't we go right into like talking a little bit more about your, you know, a little bit more of your, about your bigger achievements? Obviously, we'll save your the T three and the T four for last. Um, but you know, Ruby, you already mentioned a couple of your your, your T tens. You mentioned some slightly different, ex- uh, I guess, uh, experiences there. Can maybe elaborate or share what what kind of happened? That you know, what was the main differences between the two, and overall your thoughts of those those two uh, events? Yeah. So. A funny thing is, like, before Buddy Buddy started, I was mm. actually on the verge of quitting Vandori because mm. I wasn't, I was, like, having burnout, and I was, lo- I love the Buddy Buddy event so much that I was thinking, like, if I couldn't tear it, then I didn't want to play the game anymore. Mm-hmm. But then, like, Leo, like, DM 10 minutes before the event was like, oh my god, it's starting soon. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh my god, I have to do this. So, originally... Um, I wasn't sure. I wanted T10 because I love the event, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. but I wasn't sure if I would be able to do that because I hadn't done anything like that before. And my band was like only one out of five, I think. Mm-hmm. And I remember I would search the event in PubCord and see people with like five out of five events. <laughs> and it scared me. I should not have done that. Mm-hmm. But the main difference between the two is like for bandwagon, I had a server and I was on a roster, but for buddy, buddy, I pubbed it and I basically only used private rooms for the start of the event with Leo and at the end when the server helped me. Mm-hmm. So that like main part of the event was just me going through pub rooms and I didn't even think to use pub cords rooms because I forgot they existed. Oh, no. So it was just, it was just me. Oh, wow. Wow. So, you know, obvi- so I imagine with like, you know, um, you know, for, first of all, with Buddy Buddy, right, just kind of like playing all by yourself or not necessarily by yourself. I'm sure Leo helped for sure. But, um, you know, playing like relatively on your own, that probably wasn't the, a very, you know, very fun experience. You know, you you, you had a lot of, you know, possible uh, griefers or weird song choices or, you know, maybe you're playing Romeo over and over again. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, did did um with, with that experience though, like, is there something that you learned from yourself in terms of your tiering, like you, you that you took away that you're like, oh, like now I kind of understand myself a little bit more uh, after this event. Um, well, I not necessarily, but mm-hmm. it did help me improve my stamina a lot because mm-hmm. at the start of the event, my stamina was really really weak, mm-hmm. and I would often fall asleep earlier than i should in order to get into t10 because mm-hmm. for half an event i was just tailing behind mm-hmm. yeah yeah did you like well what was that sleep schedule like when you know you're, you're you're pubbing and you know you have much less efficient teams and much less just efficient time like like what was that what was your average schedule playing when you're when you were sniping um, i honestly just played whenever i could and i would try mm-hmm. to stay up as long as i could but then I would fall asleep on accident, oh, no. and it was really hard to keep up. Did, did people like Leo try to wake you up as much as possible? <laughs> <laughs> no, because Leo didn't know I was sleeping. Oh, no. Leo was also sleeping. <laughs> I really, if I knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the struggle, right? Like, you know, 
uh, tiering is all about playing more. You got to manage your, your sleep schedule. Got to manage your time wisely. Um, so, but you know, regardless, Ruby, it's just it's just really awesome to hear that. Uh, despite all the challenges, you kind of went ahead and eventually were able to get um, the goal that you got right. And uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's I imagine that you were very thankful and you know very happy and and uh, proud of that achievement for sure. Yeah, I was. I'm definitely super proud. I can't believe I was able to do something like that. Mm -hmm. And even like midway through the event, when I finally was able to break into T10, I was just so ecstatic because that was my first time ever being in T10 before. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, it was a completely new experience. And I was just so happy that I was able to do it. For sure, for sure. Well, big congratulations on that once more. Again, it's been a long time. Uh, you know, honestly, again, if you didn't remind me of that story, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, I would have like, it, it was in the back of my memory. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. So, yeah, I, I did remember that last minute push uh, from you. So, you know, I'm also mm -hmm. very proud to hear to see that and, and remember that. So that was a really pretty memorable event for, for sure uh, for, for, yeah. uh, for me as well. I ended up getting, um, I got T12 in that title. I think I wanted T11, but because, you know, obviously there were 11 people fighting for T10. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really want to be like, okay, well, <laughs> I don't want to make it feel, look like a 12 man, uh, bloodbath for, for T10. So yeah, it, it was a lot of fun though. Mm -hmm. I have, I, I, one day I'll get a T11 title, but so far I have two T12 titles and, uh, hopefully I'll get a T11 title in the future for as, as <laughs> crazy day. as, uh, as that sounds and people be like, why would you go for T, T11, Phil? Like, uh, don't worry about it. I'm built different. <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing you a lot because the server yeah. was like a Phil fan. Oh yeah, it was at one <laughs> oh, point. Yeah, I'm just like, that. why? <laughs> Everyone was parking your birthday, so I just have your birthday memorized. On oh, accident. no. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Like, exactly. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. But yeah, regardless, um, Ruby, that's uh, it was a it was definitely a really fun experience. So uh, thanks again for yeah. sharing that. Of course. Good, good. Well, Leo, let's go back to you. Um, I'm sure you have some pretty interesting first stories at Tiri. So obviously you have your T4, which we'll talk about very shortly. But was there any title before that that you were like, oh, this is like a, like a, a title that you're really proud of? And, you know, if you don't mind sharing a, a bit more about that. Well, yeah, two in specific, actually. Mm -hmm. First was like my first time like tiering using meta and like rooming and mm -hmm. not just playing free live with a weird band and hoping for the best. Mm -hmm. Um, it was during Railgun and Ruby was there for like 90% of it. Yeah, it very what? I remember Railgun. It was my first T500 and it was fun. I did not think I'd get that high considering it was a collab and also my first time like seriously going for a rank, but it ended up mm -hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's it's it's honestly kind of a bit of a whiplash when I see people in the chat saying that they haven't started the game when Railgun came out. It's like, whoa, <laughs> we have some really new people here. <laughs> <laughs> Railgun was like actually my first time using private rooms in Meta too. Oh wow! Yeah, because we like our like tearing journey was like practically synced. So yeah, because mm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's really neat. That's really neat. That's really neat. Like when you did that, right? When you first learned about tiering and the fact that, like, you know, you had, you know, using private rooms, using the same song, and you know, menuing and, and managing your time wisely, was that a little bit of a like a learning curve, or did you get the hang of it pretty quickly once you you kind of got the hang of things? 
I think I learned to get a hang of it, like, generally quickly, but not really, because during Railgun, like, I had to go out somewhere, like, one of the last days, and I was mm. terrified I was going to lose my rank, so I asked my mom if we could go home, and she <laughs> did. This is, like, a year ago, so, uh-huh. oh my god, it was a year ago, good lord. <laughs> but, yeah... Well, but base base bomb uh, with the clutch and and helping you with the last minute uh, <laughs> last minute grind. That's that's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. Railgun was a really like exciting event. That was definitely when the game was you know also relatively like quite active for collab as well, right? So it was really really neat to see how people got together to try and um, you know get that title and, and try to get their goal. So uh, Leon, I'm sure again you're really happy and proud of that uh t500 right so you know it's a nice first uh nice first uh you know relatively high title in, in your books and and then you kind of aimed for more i imagine right you would kind of leading to i imagine the second uh notable tiering story you want to share oh yeah live beyond it was just like i actually ruby can confirm didn't know it was a band story three until two days yeah. before it started and like, i wanted why to did you tell me it was band story three <laughs> And I didn't know. So I was planning on going for like T100 or 500 something because like I thought, oh yeah, band story event, gonna be packed. And then I like played a little in the start of the event. I think it was in G2. I don't really remember. Mm-hmm. And I landed in T10 and I'm like, wait, I still have this what am I doing? <laughs> I told Ruby about it and I like mm-hmm. wouldn't shut up for like a day. <laughs> it's fine because I was so excited. I was so happy for Leo because it was so yeah yeah but it was my first like using tiering server experience and it really uh-huh. gave me a lot of like experience on what to not do mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> what not to do but again regardless uh you know you were able to uh, really show um some level of understanding and learning because like going from like a t like 500 experience kind of jumping straight up to like almost getting t10 that's you know that's a pretty big difference and gap but um it showed that you worked very hard and you were able to you know grind it and you know eventually you communicated with uh, the server and be able to help everyone else get their goals and you got a very respectable title yourself yeah um for life beyond actually mm-hmm. i was like didn't comprehend that i couldn't get t10 at first i'm like oh wait i can't do this and then I was T11, and I'm like, T11, I don't like the numbers next to each other. So I told the person below me in my Bandori status to vote me. <laughs> I didn't like the number 11. The two ones next to each other just weren't working. So I got a T12 nice, for that nice. event. So, so we are fellow T12 havers. We are fellow T12 havers. <laughs> and, and it's like, technically, so Buddy Buddy was Mission Life, and then... Life Beyond was actually the mission life right after. So you guys are like even more matching. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's a that, that's definitely a really fun, fun notable uh note there. So but again, uh Leo, that's a really good achievement. Getting a, you know, almost almost T10 and you know, um uh, in a band story three, that's like pretty, pretty surprising. You didn't mention that, you know, you had any particular favorite band, but just but those two events so far, it makes almost makes you sound like a big Popipa fan. <laughs> I do like caring for their events. I'm just mm-hmm. blessed with their cards. Yeah, and also I guess um, was it Kokoro as well? <laughs> all the all the cards that you have. Um, so 
So good. Do you have a Pokemon? Oh wow. <laughs> you, you, it sounds like you have a really large collection of cards, Leo. <laughs> yeah, we all not have really. Yeah, I just don't. spend too much money. Oh that no. That you're not going to share, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's not. Let's let's leave it at that. Let's leave the conversation at that. But again, it's really neat to hear that you were able to you know, enjoy that experience of of tearing live beyond and and being able to really understand the perks of of uh, being able to tear very high again, right? Like because you know, again, T five hundred, T one hundred, they're all very interesting kind of achievements, right? But um, getting up to the next step. Uh, which uh, for both of you were uh, very big key uh, achievements that you've gotten um, is is pretty uh, pretty it's definitely a big step up. So before we talk about your individual biggest achievements, and we'll go in order in terms of chronological because uh, well you know that, I guess that makes sense. And you know, funny enough, your 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 two events were sort of back to back, so it's pretty yeah. Uh, yeah it, sure. it works out. It's actually a big thing. It's so cute, and I made a little picture to represent it. <laughs> you did do that. It was very cute because I originally wanted to go for T three, so we'd have like back to back T threes, but it didn't end up working out. I see. I see. Yeah, it was fine. We'll get back to back T threes soon. One day. Oh, one day. One day. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll we'll definitely hear that near the end of the uh, today's episode. But uh, before I talk about your achievements, like again, um, getting you know going, getting into tiering, learning about tiering is always really nice. But what were some of your motivations to go for not just you know a T, uh, just like a T hundred or T fifty that you really wanted to go for like a T ten or even in this case for both of you, you initially wanted to get a T three. Uh, Leo, I know, you know, for you, I imagine maybe that live beyond experience, getting a little bit of a taste of that T10, you're like, mm, maybe, maybe I want to get more of that <laughs> experience. Uh, yeah, in the it was really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Any other motivations in particular about like, you know, you know, why specifically um, Shining a Spar? Like, you know, why did you want to specifically go for T3 in that event? Well, for Shining a Spar, um, I was just like, at that time, I like had a T10 plan for the future event, Dear Friend Song, because after Life Beyond, I was like, power people. I want to do it again. And I eventually decided, like, I was scrolling through Best Dory one day, mm -hmm. and I was like looking through the events, and I was just like gandering at S4. And then I told Ruby, like, if I had the stars and stuff, like, I would want like S4 to be my first T10. And mm. it was all Ruby's fault, actually. <laughs> the whale fluence like, is real. What's your band and stuff? And I'm like, I got a two star. This ain't going to work out. And then she was like, yes, it will do it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I didn't want Leo to like go through an event. Leo likes like most of the characters in the event and it's such a perfect event and i'm just like you just can't skip it mm -hmm. yeah that that's fair that's fair sometimes again uh your friends along the way could be your best uh you know uh influencers and support and also maybe your worst nightmare in terms of you know your 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 funds and and your whale thoughts and all that. So you know it's always a lot of fun. That's that's the great part about the the Teary community. Y'all y'all support each other in in many ways, <laughs> either good or for you know for whaling purposes. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I did. Now, now, Ruby, again, I you already had a T10 at that point, right? So, you know, what, what mm-hmm. kind of convinced you that T3 was something you wanted to achieve? Now, obviously, looking at Sunset Bandwagon, it's a Himari-based uh, uh, banner. And, yeah. You know, it's pretty obvious. But any other motivations, it's like, okay, it's not. I don't want to settle for just the T10. Like, I, I want to go for a T3. Well, actually, during... um. Buddy, buddy, I look in the server, in the server that was hosting Bandwagon, mm-hmm. and I saw the roster was open, and I, I was like right before I was able to get to T10, and I was just, I wanted to do it because I felt like I could do T10 at that point. Mm-hmm. And I only joined the roster for T10 at first, but then later on, a lot of people were dropping it, and it eventually led to both two podium, podium slots being open, and I absolutely adored the T3 title so much. It's just so amazing. Mm-hmm. And I asked Leo, like, do you think I should ask if I can go for it? And Leo, it's Leo's fault. <laughs> 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 so, so, so basically, the, the end, of the moral of the story is that you blame each other for getting your your top achievements. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very, very nice. Very nice indeed. <laughs> but, but I mean. That, that's really cool that the, not only Buddy Buddy, the server helped you get your T10 title, Ruby, but they also kind of led you to the path to eventually get your, your first podium as well. So mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Good stuff. A lot of good stuff happened through that server. If it wasn't, you know, if you didn't get recruited at last minute and you're still doing trying to snipe yourself through through public rooms and such, who knows? You, you may not be in this uh, same situation right now. So um, yeah, well, if I skipped, I wouldn't even be playing Mandora anymore. I wouldn't be here. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't be yeah. on this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so big shout outs to the the Buddy X Buddy. Uh, apparently, the Phil fan club server or whatnot. I don't know some some strange server and like a that. Shout out to Nate for DMing me. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. Shout outs to Nate, the real the real hero, the Nate re- the real reason why uh, um, Ruby's here today in this, uh, in this mm-hmm. podcast. Very much so. Yeah, it was funny because Nate and I were like communicating through our Vendor statuses because Nate was also super high up for the yeah. event. I see, I see. That's good, that's good. Big shout outs uh, to Nate. So um, in terms of, again, uh, let's go into a bit more detail about these events. Um, planning for a T3, right? A T3 attempt, I imagine is a lot more um intensive and, and challenging compared to trust preparing for like a t t100 or a t500 right so uh, oh, again yeah. at, at this point both of you have experience under their belt you know what it's like to tier a t10 or kind of close to a t10 um so was there anything that oh we'll start with you ruby is there anything that you did to prepare like differently or maybe more intensely for this uh this podium attempt like is there anything in mind when it comes to your own resources or in terms of your own uh irl like in real life stuff um well a main thing i did was i went through and i full comboed every single song in the game except for like the few there's like a few that are too hard for me to do mm-hmm. but other than that i did all the hard songs all the expert and all everything that way i would have stars and also when I first joined the roster, my band was really, really bad. But there was like a set of free pulls before. And I oh. literally got two pure glow four stars from the free pulls. Oh my god. It was it was faded. It was faded that they would they help you get your uh get your achievement. It really was. And then I ticketed Dreamfest Ron. Mm, yeah. 
That's right. That's right. Yeah, the tickets, miracle tickets, uh, everyone's best friend or favorite, favorite whale machine. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So a lot of things kind of worked out in your end and, and you know, to kind of uh, have those preparations. And also I could see why that you were able to, uh, you're, you're so gorilla in the game, Ruby, because, uh, you know, being able to full combo every single song in order to get the stars, right? That's that's the motivation to get better at the game, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm super proud. I was able to full combo so many songs. Yeah, that's that's very good. That's very good. Now, when it comes to the actual event in, in, in Sunset Bag- Bandwagon, uh, was there anything notable about the event that, like, you know, you find most memorable about? Yeah, care to share a bit more about the overall experience uh, during that event? Um. Well, a lot actually happened during Bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Um, so originally, um, I obviously had only planned to go for T10. And so I actually had to adjust my plan a lot in order, not a lot, but I did have to make adjustments Mm -hmm. for T3. And also, um, I found out (laughs) the day before that the event was going to be eight days instead of six. Ah, yeah. And I was not happy about that at all. It was so scary. It was just, it was so, it was really hard to hear that it was going to be two extra days. It doesn't sound like that much, but I was not prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, at the beginning of the event, um, my stamina still was not good. It was better than it was during Buddy Buddy for sure, but I still had terrible stamina. And so I was not doing very good at the beginning at all. Like I was in C10, but I, for in a T3 perspective, it was not looking good, mm-hmm. but I just kept trying to stay up as like, long as I could. And eventually after a while I fell asleep and I slept for like eight hours, which is too long. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so after that, I had like Leo and like dad and everyone wake me up. <laughs> I remember that. I remember trying to wake you up with the TTS bot because I didn't want to be like really loud. And it didn't work. <laughs> and I don't even remember what I did. I think you see, I mean, I was in yeah. me and I was screaming and I wasn't waking up. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, TTS bot uh, confirmed it, it is not an alarm <laughs> it does not work <laughs> it's not loud enough yeah 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 but um, you know despite the fact that maybe you had some obstacles and challenges with the your sleep schedule um, sounded like you got a lot of support in the end to kind of get yeah. you through and, and people to push you and, and support you through your goal yeah I kept playing as long as I could but I would fall asleep like mid round, and I even had like some hallucinations. Like I would oh, see no. like the node, it would become three D and like fly in my face, or I'd be toying and I just see something moving in the corner of my eye coming at me. And it was so, it was, it was definitely a new experience. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, again, it's funny because all the times, right, everyone loves this tier high and they're like, oh, this will be really cool to get achieve and such. But every time we have someone mention about their high tiering achievement, like it always the hallucinations always appear. So <laughs> everyone talks <laughs> yeah. about the hallucinations and how that happens. And, you know, it's a a bit of a eu- euphoric experience <laughs> when you when you when that happens. I haven't experienced it personally because I never achieved 
that high, but every time I hear it, I'm like, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> yeah, good luck, Bill. Oh, well, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But um, yeah, but either way, um, it did sound like at the end, uh, you were able to eventually get the T3. Was it just because you were able to outcompete uh, other people who may have tr tried to go for T3? Or was it just, you know, in the end, that was just kind of your spot and, you know, it just eventually happened that um, you were able to get it? Well, even though that was in summer for me, mm -hmm. it was, I still had summer math classes, which oh. I ignored for the first part of the event. And I eventually put it here for a while because I had to catch up in my math classes. I did get voted a little bit. Uh -huh. And so last day I had a rush really hard to get back into T3, except for it was incredibly hot. It was like <sighs> 110 degrees Fahrenheit and like 43 degrees Celsius. Oh, no. And so I was melting. And then also I was incredibly tired because I hadn't slept in a few days. And so I overall just felt like really sick. And I felt like I was going to throw up or like oh. pass out. And then, and then, um, something unrelated to like me feeling sick, I had to call emergency services to my house. Oh. And so an ambulance and like the police showed up. And so I couldn't hear more because of that. Oh no. And then after they left, my mom kept asking me to do yard work. So I still <laughs> like, <laughs> no time to tear and then finally everything was done i just kept going in the room and i was going up against someone and um i just i just kept playing as long as i could to the end and eventually they fell asleep so i was able to get t3 and i even had enough time to play. wow wow talk talk about last minute clutch uh, Ruby, that's and again, this is your second time doing that. Like you know, just kind of last minute, like sneak in that last spot. Um, you, at this point, you're kind of like an expert at that now. <laughs> I know, but I would enjoy having a T10 where I'm not sneaking in last second. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully one day that will be the case. But even with all the obstacles, it just seemed like everything was against you. Like uh, who who knows? I know. Maybe it was so bad. Someone might have called, maybe someone called the police, be like, Ruby is playing too much A2Z <laughs> and called the police. I don't know. But um, regardless, even with all the things against you, you managed to get that title. So big, yep. big. And I even had a really nice celebration cupcake. It was really oh. delicious. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Was it, was it uh, Himari colored? <laughs> no, unfortunately. I think it's a cupcake specifically for it. My mom just brought a cupcake home for no reason, uh, but I got to have it. Yeah, that's fair. It's so that's cute, fair. and I think Kimai <laughs> would like it, so it's fine. True, true. She she loves her sweets, so yeah. <laughs> but big big shout outs to you, Ruby. That's a that's a pretty incredible story. Like honestly, like just a lot of things like almost didn't work out, but it just worked out in the end. So uh, big props to you on that. Mm -hmm, thank you. You're welcome. Um, Leo, we'll now move to you because literally right after you're probably congratulating, you know, uh, the heck out of Ruby, be like, wow, you, you did great. And then suddenly you're like, oh, no, my event's coming up literally like 24 hours from now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. it was I was not ready at all. <laughs> well, I, I imagine when, you know, when Ruby was planning for her event, you were also planning you know, your event as well. So anything that you did personally that, that you did to prepare for for you know the the event and uh, you know both in terms of resources and just IRL stuff. Okay, 
funniest story. I was going to like try to like fill and bandwagon like a lot so I could get my stamina up. Mm-hmm. That didn't work. First <laughs> night of bandwagon, I was on vacation. Oh, fun fact oh, about where I was on yeah. vacation. There was a pickle themed festival, <laughs> and everywhere I looked, there were pickles. And I didn't have good Wi-Fi. I'd use my phone hotspot, and I did not want to mess Ruby up first night, so I just like didn't. There were pickles everywhere. It was bad. I remember that. I was so anxious to start a van wagon, but even though Leo was on vacation, like Leo helped. Wow! Wow! Well, pick even pickles can't stop uh, the tears. You know, <laughs> that's that's yeah. pretty crazy. That that is that is pretty crazy. Anything else that you did to prepare? Like, did you prepare like mentally, or like was there anything like on the side that you noticed? Like, oh, like maybe my my um, sleep schedule or my efficiency schedule. Maybe back in life beyond, and there were some parts that you wanted to to improve on. Um, I cleared my entire schedule because I thought I was gonna have to like give my left kidney for this. <laughs> achievement and i didn't actually i still have my left kidney it went better than i expected Mm -hmm. my sleep schedule was generally normal actually Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so you know you know this is also um a mission live event so you're you're very uh you know used to mission lives at this point um, kind of just coincidental that a lot of the events you tier so happen to be mission live. Um, well, was there anything in particular about the event that you find that was like again memorable? Um, you know, the overall experience. Oh, memorable. I think just like the whole roster. Honestly, everyone was very nice. The experience was amazing, and I love all of them very dearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for like the first night, actually. I was going to play expert A to Z because I thought I had to play expert for like most EP and everyone was playing special. I'm like, maybe I don't have to do this. But at that time it was late. It was first night. First time I'd tiered for more than like three hours. It was not going well. I died on almost every round I played and I couldn't swap back to special because I was so used to expert that I immediately died on special anyways. Oh no. It was just not great. And then I went to sleep for three hours after that and got back up and did it again. Yeah, that's that's the rough schedule. You're you're just playing ATZ over and over again. And you know, again, the expert difficulty is technically the best version, but obviously if you die on it then that becomes a problem and special is obviously very more comfortable option but you know when you're dying on everything that starts then you start to feel a little you know overwhelmed like did that give you like a little bit of anxiety or like doubt that like you know like that this was not going to go your way but oh it did whenever the event started my Mm -hmm. very first round i think i got like 13k ep and my belief was that 16k good go that do and Whenever my first game got me 13K, I was like, oh, maybe this isn't going to be the best. Because my band was not great. Mm. It was entirely three stars and a two star. Oh, no. It was was a thing to behold. But it ended up working out. Like, after that round, I got like 15K usually, I think. But it ended up fine. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
There's a comment in the chat about the polling session. Did you try to gacha to try and improve the, the team or? I tried. I think I used like pulls that I should not have used. Oh. <laughs> I got one four star out of what might have been like a hundred pulls or like seventy oh. somewhere in that range. Oh my god! I didn't know you pulled that much. I tried not to, but I did because I brought way too many stars. Like that I didn't, like, I thought I'd need them, but I didn't end up needing them. And so I just had just, like, a bunch of leftover stars that I was going to tier with that I spent on gotcha. And I got one four-star that actually did help me, Little Rose Harmoniaco. Thank mm -hmm. you for coming home. But other than that, no luck. Oh, that's that's so unfortunate. That Unlike, uh... Uh, unlike Ruby, the the gacha god, gods blessed her, but not you, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Uh, so unfortunate. You know, that's 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 the struggle of Bang Dream Girls and Party. At the end of the day, it's a gacha game. I always think in my mind, gacha is a scam. Um, so, but I know I do acknowledge that you know sometimes you gotta do it. You gotta do a necessary evil to uh, uh, to uh, try and get optimal, and that's what I plan to do as well in the future. But um yeah that's that's just unfortunate i i'm i'm definitely uh it's sorry to hear that <laughs> you know in terms of your your unfortunate luck but you know when it came to the event overall like you know how did you feel like getting that uh t4 title again it wasn't initially your your goal to get t4 but you know overall like was that experience memorable for you and in tiering and you know did you still come out of the event with a lot of positives it did really honestly getting t3 was like a pipe dream i had i did not think i was going to be able to do it i thought it was going to be like ruby's past experiences where i break in in like the last few like minutes or like stay at the bottom mm -hmm. but like being able to gain as much ep and i wanted to get t3 and we were like talking in vc about ranks and then someone actually called dibs on it before me mm. and z the person who got t3 very kind i'm glad it went to z I love Z. I hope Z takes amazing care of that T3. It's very pretty. Mm -hmm. But then I decided to go for T4 because four, I thought was a number that represented as far well because I don't know, it just did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The four representing the four star that you got in the gacha. <laughs> yeah, the single one. <laughs> I also like to add about S4 that yep. like my schedule was crazy like the first night and then the rest. I took too many breaks I did not need. Like, I took, like, a three-hour break to eat, like, four cracker sandwiches oh, no. in the <laughs> event. Well, and well, I was just, like, sitting in VC telling stories and stuff. And they were asking, <laughs> like, when are you getting back in the room? Are you getting back in the room? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, give me a minute. And it's, like, <laughs> 15 minutes later. I'm like, oh, wait, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Well, I guess that's that's a learning experience. I'm sure that if you're going to go for uh, maybe another T3 in the future, um, spend less time on eating crackers is definitely on the to-do list. <laughs> they were good, though. I'll give them that. Well, as long as they were good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good to hear. So um, any last things you'd like to mention about the um, the events, that, either of the two events? Because, again, they were back-to-back, -back, so it's pretty you know pretty nice to see how, how that went. But anything, la any last uh, comments about your uh, two uh, and your amazing experiences in, in tiering these events? 
comments. Um, I would definitely do Esquire like 80 times over again. I loved doing it. I loved the people I was doing it with. And it was just, I think, an amazing first T10. And I hope the rest are like that for me as well. <laughs> That's <laughs> good to hear. That's good to hear. Um, good, good. Um, Ruby, anything else you'd like to mention? Or all good? Um, well, I remember after S4, I joined VC with Leo, and I started crying immediately. Oh, no. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, you know, again, all being proud of your friends. This is the great part. Again, when you have so much friends who are so supportive of you, right? Like, you know, sometimes they even feel more emotional than you do when you get the title. <laughs> also, partially because you know they're watching and they see everything happen, and they can like actually, you know, um, you know, react and be emotional. Whereas the tier, you know, they might be you know half dead from A to Z. Maybe the emotions haven't kicked yeah. in yet, and they're just a, a zombie. So. <laughs> but yeah, regardless. Again, congratulations, uh, Leo, on your um, T4 as well. So uh, very, very uh, great achievement to get uh, on the Thank you. Event. Yeah, good, good. So we'll be wrapping up today's uh, episode very shortly. Just before we go, I want to give the opportunity to both of you to uh, share any of your last, any last words, any last shout outs you want to share to everyone, as well as maybe share some future events that you might plan on doing. Um, so I guess, Leo, we could start with you. Any last words, shout outs, and, and also, right. you know, any future events. I just want to say, like, thank you for having us on the podcast, really. Yeah, it's actually so been, like, a little, like, joke of ours that, like, <laughs> we'd get on one day since, like, last March, I think. It's been a while, and whenever we actually got the invite, we were, like, taken aback. We were, like, <laughs> yeah. crying. Uh, you, you got <laughs> the real gacha luck. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny because I am a fan of Reefle, actually. So every single time it's announced to come, I'm like, oh my god, I wonder who's going to be on. And I always DM Leo, like, I wonder who's going to be on Reefle. And 10 minutes after I said that, you literally DM me asking if I want yeah. to be on. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. You know, sometimes the 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 positive thoughts work out and everything all kind of influences and again I'm very glad to have both of you on uh, the podcast it was actually uh, relatively uh, highly requested that both of you uh, wanted to to show up on here so I'm glad that the two of you had a lot of well, fun today you are two are very popular <laughs> um I would just like to mention um shout out to personality hearing and shout out <laughs> They paid us to, for this ad. Yeah. <laughs> and then shout out to Sad and Mal and Winnie and Nate and David, everyone who came. Yeah, and everyone who couldn't come as well due to like complications. If you're watching this, just thank you. Just anybody who's watching this, honestly. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> sure, for sure. And great shout outs. And again, um, thank you to all those live viewers as well. We have a lot of live viewers today, so so great shout-outs to you <laughs> all, all here. Um, yeah, uh, are we going to see either Leo or Ruby on the T10 or even T3 um, leaderboards in the future? I believe so, yeah. Right. I have no intention on stopping tearing <laughs> That's me good. neither. That's good. That's good. Again, it's such a it's so like it's so inspiring that like you know you almost came from like almost quitting the game entirely to like all right well you know I'm I'm back in it so it's it's really nice I know to it's see. all Leo's fault too. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ruby's fault for me too. 
Well, well, as long as you have, you know, that's that's what friends are for, to always uh, stick to each other. And, you know, obviously if things go wrong, you could be like, yeah, it's, it's obviously your your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. A- any particular events that uh, you are, are looking into in the future? Or is that stuff that you want to keep to yourself for the time being? Particular events? I definitely plan to go for Dear Friend Song. It was like the first event, like I really planned on T-Tanning before the whole Espora thing occurred. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have a lot of passion for that event and I really want to go for it. There's a, a like a good few I'm still contemplating, but I'm unsure on others so far. Okay, cool. Yeah, and one day we will get a T-10 together. One day. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That that Like a T-10 um, together or, you know, back-to-back, right? That's also maybe in the <laughs> works as well. Yeah, and then also for me personally, this is a huge shocker, I know, but I'm also planning on hearing Spotlight Assertion. Mm. Wow, I can't believe it. I wonder I why. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> is it going to be a T-Tet? Yeah, I yeah. think, yeah, I'm going to go as high as I can for Spotlight. All right, well, uh, best of luck. Uh, I'm the biggest Himari fan out there, so... Uh, I do look forward to seeing you on the uh, the leaderboards there. So that'll be a lot of fun for sure. Good, mm-hmm. good. And uh, uh, hopefully maybe in the future, and this might be a shout out to you, Leo, maybe if there's an event that features pickles or crackers, then uh, you'll <laughs> definitely tear that event. So I think that'll, that'll be made for you. It'll be a pickle event. At least I know. <laughs> we'll we'll see if that if if uh, again people say I work for Bushiros maybe uh, maybe I could get that influence going. <laughs> I would be honored. <laughs> I think now now that Phil said it, if there's a pickle event, you have to tear, <laughs> and you have to tear with me. It's your. Oh, fault. is that that's the the dream T ten together, right? The pickle event. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh boy <laughs> all the trained cards are just them in pickle suits performing yep yep various different <laughs> colors of pickles <laughs> oh, no. I would, i'm here i i, I don't know what I, I don't know what i could say about that <laughs> he my pink pickle no that's so cursed i hate it and i hate it if you're planning on going for the pickle event you better be scared yeah yeah. We Me. will tear ruthlessly for those pickles. <laughs> <laughs> you stand right. no chance. Well, there we go. There we go. You heard it from our guest today. Um, you know, future pickle T1, T2 havers. We'll have them right here. So, yeah. Yeah. But I think uh, on a side note, this will conclude today's episode of the Refill Studio podcast. Um, so once again, everyone, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. As always, be sure to check us out on our, your favorite podcast platforms like YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And of course, don't forget to join the Young Academy Discord server if you want to interact with all of our special guests and also be a part of these live recordings when they happen. Until then, the set has been complete. Get your cans ready. We'll refill to 99 on the next set. But until then, we'll see you all next time. So... Take care, everyone, and bye-bye. See ya.